It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome again to another episode of Sheba Shares, where I gather, oh my, I don't even know, if, I don't even know a word to describe the women that I've had the um, opportunity and privilege of sharing this space with. I can say they're phenomenal. I can say they're fantabulous. <laughs> I can say they are great, powerful women. I can say they're um, a force to be reckoned with. I mean, there's so many different words that I would use to describe um, the women that I had the opportunity, the privilege, the honor of sharing this space with. And uh, we have another wonderful woman. And I'm just so I'm so glad that she's here. <laughs> I'm so glad that she's here. As I was reading her information, I was like, wait a minute, I think I found my soulmate here. What is going on? So this is amazing, amazing, amazing. I'm Sheba, your host, um, as an affiliation with Divas That Care Network. And we're just, we're just, the mission is just to share what amazing women are doing. Um, and if you are doing amazing things, then let's talk later. But if you may need a source of inspiration, this is what we're here to do to inspire you. But our favorite word is to empower you as a woman, right? So I have Sheba Powers. Come on, listen, y'all, listen. Sheba Powers has Jenny Power. Can you believe it? <laughs> Sheba Powers has Jenny Empowers with her sharing this moment. So I'm going to stop speaking and I'm going to ask, plea for her to share who she is. Where are you? Where are you from? However you decide to introduce yourself, um, it's a privilege to have you here. So welcome, 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 Jenny Powers. The floor is yours. First of all, I'm so honored. That was the most amazing introduction. I feel so honored to to be in this space and to share this energy with you. You know, it's so interesting because you kind of follow a nudge and follow an instinct and I'm sort of following what you've been doing. I said, you know what? I'm just going to reach out. And these are the moments for me that are just so connective. And it's like, you can have, you know, the big moments and the big goals, but then to be able to spend whatever, 20, 30 minutes connecting with someone like you who, you know, just has a passion and an energy and a connection to my favorite word too. I mean, my company is called the empowered woman. So my middle initial is M my last name is powers. So it's all sort of very divine, but, um, first of all, thank you for having me. This is an honor. A little bit about me. Um, my name is Jenny powers. I grew up in Massachusetts. I currently live in New York city. So we are New York fellow women. Um, I am the founder and CEO of a company called the empowered woman, um, which is our mission is to awaken every woman to her best self and empower her to live 
her best life. Um, I wrote a book called Empowered, The Woman's Guide to Following Your Heart. I also created a companion workbook and journal um, that goes with that. Uh, and then I also have a course called, a three-month transformational course called 100 Days of You. So I've really worked to create a bunch of resources that just help all of us to connect to ourselves. I mean, for me, the term and the language is following your heart. It's, I'm 46 years old. It's how I've lived my life. Um, but whatever that is for you, whether it's connecting to your inner guidance, your inner compass, your inner wisdom, your inner knowing. I think that's, I think that's my mission and message kind of on this earth is to lead all of us back to ourselves. I think that there's so much that, you know, can be said, yes, certainly advice and outside information and, you know, canvassing the jury to see what people feel. But I think at the end of the day, you know, even in a, a very simple thing, if I say to, you know, a girlfriend, you know, what is your heart telling you? I think we all know. And so it's giving women the permission and the guidance and just the sort of open-endedness to, to sort of return to a place where we trust ourselves and we always know and that the answer and solution comes from inside of us rather than, you know, putting our power in other things. So that's a little bit about my mission. That's a little bit about me. Um, I'm actually have, have recently sorted, uh, started to become a keynote speaker. So sharing my message from stage and just whatever I can do to help and serve and empower. It is why I'm here. I love it. I love it. I just had um, a flash, right? And if you would just allow me this. Space. Of course. But I had a flash and I wanted to envision Jenny Powers, right? As maybe a 16 year old young lady, a 17 year old young lady, 18 year old um, young lady. And just for you to reflect on where you were, right? At that yes. time of your life, have you, did you have any type of inside scoop <laughs> or any type of inclination that you would be doing this at this present moment of your life? I love that. I love when people ask me questions that I've never been asked before and I've never been asked that. So I you love know, that. I love that. People always say that. You yeah. Know, you, well, you trust, I think you trust your hit, right? You trust the yes, guidance. You trust, yes, I love it. So you're divinely guided. Um, the first part of the question, 16, 17, 18, it's really interesting because I was just, um, I had coffee with uh, an intern that's on my team okay. this morning. And I was talking about how when I was 17, before my senior year in high school, I lived in the South of France, which was very unexpected. I grew up in a very small town of Massachusetts. My dad was a school teacher. My mom was a mom. Money was a little bit tight, but somehow they were able to sort of afford this opportunity for me to go live in the South of France. When I was 17. And I think if you had asked me at 16 who I was, then you asked me at 17, and then who I then went to become as 18, you know, as an 18-year-old, I think that that experience was transformative. I think the first um thing it taught me, you know, reflecting back who that girl was, um, I think I became a world traveler, not just in terms of the physical you know, having seen France or whatever, but just my belief in myself. And I think it was really challenging to get to France in that first flight. And my mom always says that was pivotal because I think it was me against the world. And I sort of got myself over there. And so I think that really planted the seeds for being incredibly independent, being very adventurous, believing in myself. Um, I think really wanting to live a full life and like, what can I see and do and experience in a day? And then sort of to answer the second part of your question, you know, did I sort of, would that girl have seen where I am now? I don't think so. And, you know, it's interesting because I, so much of my company is about following your heart and living your dreams. And in my office, there's, um, I have a quote that says, um, little girls with dreams become women with vision. Yeah. And I love it. And it resonates so deeply. Mm -hmm. But I often think back, like, 
I, I don't think that I was a girl that had a big dream. I wasn't like, oh, I want to be this or I want to be that. I think I really liked making people happy. I think I really liked bringing joy and was very expressive. Um, I went on to be an actress for a number of years. I thought that was my calling and I thought that was where I would end up and very unexpectedly um, kind of took a different turn. And now I'm here speaking sort of with the same message, just being me rather than roles. So it's a little bit of, you know, different parts of answering your question, but I think that it's a little window into kind of that age and how she sort of probably saw where I am now. Wow. That's amazing. That's, I love, I love that. I love that where you just, and it's funny because when I was um 16 or 17, I was given an opportunity to travel to Hong Kong. Wow. Yeah. And my, wow. my mother thought I was absolutely out of my mind because it was my first time on a plane, yeah. you know, and she's saying to me, you're going 18 hours away. Far. Um, and, you know, of course, mothers, they have that nurturing, in some cases, that crippling, right? But I'm glad I had that. Of same. course. I said, Listen, Protective. Whatever's going to happen to me would happen right here in New York. Or, you know, I just, and she's looking at me like, what is wrong with you? But yeah. that actually opened up my appetite, like you said, for traveling the world and seeing the world. And one of my favorite words is culture. I yeah. love culture and learning about different cultures. Um, so this was, this is, this is so amazing. Um, the next question would be what cause is near and dear to you? Um, you already alluded to it a little bit. Um, and why, why? I know you specifically said awakening women. Do you think that women are sleeping? You know, so Shay, expound on that a little bit. Yeah. I think that another great question. I think that, you know, my journey in terms of my belief in spirituality and, and some, you know, relation connection to a higher power has been, a, has almost been a journey in and of itself. And so I think kind of the, the short answer to that would be, I think it's what, I think it's my calling. I think it's my destiny. I think it's kind of the, the gifts that I've been given. And I'm quite honestly, the responsibility that I feel to kind of share my message, share my experience. Um, but I think that, you know, starting with, I, you know, probably when I was younger, but that experience that I shared at 17 was incredibly transformative in terms of kind of bucking the trend and doing something different. And, and another experience that I think was really a catalyst for me to kind of adopt this way of living, you know, in terms of following our instinct and trusting our gut. And yes, we need our brains and we need our bodies, but like our hearts and our energy really are to me, the guiding force and the compass. Um, but I was 22. I graduated from college. I was uh, an economics major. I took a job out of college working as an, inv an investment banker. Um, in that year I made, you know, my, it was a two-year analyst program. In the first year I made more money than anyone in, you know, my family, extended family had ever made thinking, you know, I've arrived and money is the key and I should be so happy. And I was miserable. And okay. I ended up leaving, uh, that analyst program a year early, which as the oldest child of an oldest child perfectionist was really going against what I was supposed to be doing. Right. Um, how could you leave this money? How could you, you know, you're supposed to complete this two-year program. And I just, I think for the first time in my life, I really followed my heart. I really trusted my gut. I shut out all the opinions, all the naysayers, all the people that told me I should be living a more conventional linear life, you know, valuing the money and the status in the corner office. And I just sort of said, I think happiness is sort of at the core of how I want to live. And so I took a huge leap of faith. I got on a plane, went to Australia for two weeks, 
ended up traveling around the world for the better part of a year, primarily by myself. And, you know, that was another pivotal experience that I think kind of transformed how I then went on to live my life. I felt like I no longer felt the responsibility to be who other people wanted me to be or who I needed to be. It was what feels right to me. And so I think it wasn't intentional, but I think those kind of two experiences really were so rewarding and they felt so authentic and they felt so connected to who I, I think I truly am that I then kind of reflected, okay, I think this whole following your heart, trusting yourself kind of, you know, best mentality is kind of then subconsciously how I went on to to sort of make every other decision in my life. So I think, you know, that's why it's near and dear to my heart because some of my most formative, rewarding, memorable experiences have come from trusting myself and following my heart. But I also think on some divine level, like this is the message I'm here to share. Wow. Yeah. It, it was something that you mentioned um, as far as, you know, Shiva empowers and what first, let me share what that means because it's yeah. an um, and it means she's better after it all. Oh, so I love that. Better after yeah. And, you know, and it's funny, even my family calls me Shiva now. I'm like, wow. you know, it's my birth certificate, you know, but fine. Or, or you know, you have a, a, um, a childhood nickname and yeah. something I was talking to one of my mentees, I think it was two weeks, and I told her, every time somebody says it, something happens on the inside of me, literally. It affirms that that whatever I can will go through. And it's not only just the negative, but even I was talking to another friend um, yeah. last week, and I told her, I said, do you know that the good can become better? Right? We always focus on the negative or the bad is going to be good, but have you ever considered that good can be better? You know, even the good that I've experienced, which has been a lot, you know, but I'm like, it still could be better. It still can Mm -hmm. be, you know, even I can press even more into, you know, this calling, this ministry, what I call it, right? Um, To to empower women. Um, And a new component because I do Shiva talks, I do Shiva this, 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 and a new component that I was given an opportunity um, is actually going back to one of my heart, my desires, and you know of traveling. Right, so I was yeah. given an opportunity to you know, be like a travel agent. So I found a way to to wow, I love to, that. You know, and it's something like when you were speaking, it just kept speaking to me. I personally believe, and I want to hear your thoughts about this. Yeah, I wholeheartedly believe that women should travel. Yeah. I I mean, do you think that there's a level of empowerment that comes with that? Whether it be solo, whether it be a group, whether it be, you know, whatever. But I just feel like you're limited when, you know, without that experience of seeing the world and whatever that looks like for you. I'm not saying you always have to, you know, go international or things like that, but just there's a freedom, there's an empowerment that comes with that. So what are your thoughts about that? Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And it's interesting. My life has changed a little bit. Um, I fell in love with a man maybe six years ago who had two who has, was divorced and has two little boys. And so uh-huh. I've become a stepmother kind of very unexpectedly. And uh-huh. they're now 10 and seven. Um, so there's been a grounding element of that, I will say. I mean, we have a you know specific schedule with their mom, and you know, I'm a, a parent and I'm an invested parent and yeah. a partner. And so I would say, you know, in one element, there are certain, you know, kind of realities of life. I was, I mean, free as a bird, I would go anywhere on a whim. And, you know, so in terms of my lifestyle, that's changed. And the reason I share that is because 
I definitely miss that freedom a bit. I'm incredibly happy. And I know this is where I'm meant to be, but you know, as you talk about like the things that you go through, whether they're challenges, whether they're, you know, hiccups or things that were unexpected, I love your kind of the essence of that she's better after, right? Like whatever you go through that you're ever evolving. And I think that for me, travel, especially to your point, whether you're doing it by yourself or with a group, I think it, it sort of peaks a curiosity, curiosity in us. And I think that as women, we're such, we're so wired for nurturing and caring for others. And, you know, it's called mother earth for a reason. And we give birth, right. We're in charge. We're sort of in charge of the world, hopefully more so every day as you and I continue to <laughs> awaken women. Um, but I think that, you know, it just stimulates kind of a connection for me to not only other people in different cultures and different, you know, experiences, whether it's, you know, different demographics, different races, different religions, but also in terms of seeing the world, right? It gives you an appreciation, I think, to really understand that you're just one teeny tiny part of this bigger masterpiece. And so I think it's incredibly humbling in that way. I think both as, you know, you're part of something bigger, which I think women are so connective that we're, we're dying for that connection. But I think it's also, we can get, especially those of us that, you know, are really connected to feeling this responsibility to live our destiny, as you said, your calling. And it can sometimes feel isolating because you think, oh my gosh, I have all this responsibility. And then you get out in the world and you're like, oh my God, no, there's other women out there and we're aligning with this. You and I are sharing the space right now. This is so inspiring. And so I think Traveling can be something like this, right? Traveling can be on a Zoom with someone new, even across, you know, over in Brooklyn. Like it can be a mentality around, I think, just experiencing something new. And I do think that our world expands. And I think our experience of ourselves expands when we see ourselves in different people that we might not bump into in our kind of niche or neighborhood or town or upbringing or family, you know, kind of in which we're raised or currently living. Right. Wow. That's amazing. Thank you. I know that was like totally off script. But no, I, was, I love it. Please. It's right here. Let's talk. <laughs> let's talk. This is what we know. But um, great. So I know you've mentioned your company, your organization, right? The Empowered Woman. So share a little bit of, about that. What are certain aspects of it, dynamics of it? Um, and how can, you know, the listeners, how can they plug in or connect with you? So my, yeah, the, the parent company is called the empowered woman. It's basically, you know, the core and, it, and it's interesting for me, you know, even just that image of, to your point, you know, challenges and, and what you stand for in terms of, you know, being better after I, I sort of want to answer your question, but I just want to share a little bit about the intention behind the empowered woman, because for me, you know, when I first, I woke up in the middle of the night. I was like, oh, the empowered woman, that's a name, great name for a company. My middle initial is M. My last name is Powers. Now, I didn't want a company. I was an actress and I was not interested in being an entrepreneur, but lo and behold, you know, I was starting to believe in like, there's something there. Um, but it's funny how, you know, life has taught me so much about how I define that previously. I think when I first had the idea or started, you know, had the vision, it was the empowered woman is someone who does everything, right? She never struggles. She's a mom, she's a spouse, she's a CEO, she's in the best shape of her life, she's the best friend, she travels the world. Like it was this almost larger than life person, almost like Wonder Woman on like steroids, like <laughs> that she could just juggle it all. Nice. And I think it's really interesting because, you know, over the last few years, I've, I've had some of my greatest struggles. I struggled with dark depression. I at, at times felt suicidal. Like it's really been a very 
um, kind of shattering journey in a way, but it really has now connected me to kind of that image of the Phoenix rising, which is like, I really believe that the empowered woman now is just a woman who like survives. It's a woman who gets back up. It's a woman who, you know, commits to herself. It's a woman who continues to show up for life and kind of continue to evolve and just keeps going. And I think that that's, I really want to share that because I think the empowered woman can find like, oh, it's some super strong, but it's just a real woman living her life, doing her best. And hopefully my company supports you in that journey. And so that resources, again, you, uh, the book, uh, and the book, the workbook and the journal, um, are all available on Amazon. If you just type in Jenny powers empowered, I have a course called hundred days of you, which I'm launching again in the fall, which is a three month kind of, you can do it. Um, self-study. It's actually pretty cool. It's 15 weeks, 15 different themes, you know, creating your mindset, going after what you want, cherishing your body, like really kind of the experience of being a woman in the world and all the different parts of our life and ourselves that we work on and hone and, you know, nurture. Um, as I said, I'm, I'm sort of starting to get out more in the speaking world. And so, um, I'm starting to speak at more events and hopefully that quickly will become a place that people can sort of experience me more or connect. I love meeting people in person. I'm so happy that the in-person world is back. Um, yeah. And my website is jennypowers.com. Um, I also have a speaker page, which is empowered by Jenny. Dot com, but um, and I'm on Instagram primarily. It's empowered by Jenny. So those are the ways that everyone in your awesome audience can. And seriously, like even if you are listening to this and something resonates, like send me a DM. My email is Jenny at JennyPowers.com. I am an open book. I am yes here running a company and of course building that and creating impact. But I'm also a woman who is wired to help and support and share and and you know in a very transparent way. So I'm here to support, however big or however small. Right. Wow. I love that. Thank you. Thank you for that. And I'm hoping the listeners, you really are plugging in and, you know, taking in that information. So what is your secret, Miss Jenny Powers? How do you do all of the things that you do, that you're involved in? Do you have tips? Um, do you have tools? And I know, I mean, some of it is mentioned with the journal and, you know, those type of things, but how do you actually ap apply this to your own life? I love that question so much because I think it, you know, recently I've really had to come back to the basics, like to be very honest, going through the struggles that I mentioned, you know, I got back to reading my book again. I really started to say like, okay, you know, people were, okay, I, you know, I'm struggling with depression. It's like, you're on this medication and please, I hold the space for every healing modality, medication, whatever works for you. But for me, it was you know, I was struggling and I need, I had some wounds that I needed to heal and some, some beliefs and some identities that were shifting. And so in order to kind of crawl out of that darkness and, and really find my way back to the light, I, I really very simply, I went back to my book. My book is a hundred guiding truths. Every page is a standalone page. So for example, it's right next to me. I'll pick it up. It's, this is actually crazy. So do you mind if I just quickly share this? Little? Yes, please. So this is my book and I literally love this. I just opened up to a random page and this is so fitting for what we're talking about. So this truth, one of the 100 truths is called realize you will be led. In moments like this, when all the light has gone in my life and darkness surrounds me, it is hard to believe that the light will return, but it always does. This inspires me now. Darkness is hard to get through, but one way or another, the light always arrives to guide me out of it. So even in your darkest moments, when all the light has gone, you must always believe that it will return. In the moments when you can't see in front of you, always believe that the light will return to show you the way. 
realize you will be let out of the darkness because every time you are. And so I just like, I was, you know, I opened it up to a page, but that's to me, that's the magic of the universe that, so that's one page. Right. And so sometimes I open my book and I read one page and it's like, God, that's so perfect. Or, you know what? I open it up to a page and I'm like, you know what? A friend is going through that. I'm going to share this. Um, so the truth, it's a hundred of them, a hundred truths. The companion workbook has, you know, a, for example, that truth is realized you will be led. The companion workbook has a page that goes with it that has a lot of reflective prompts, you know, things that have you felt like you've lived in the darkness before? Like, did you feel like it would never end? What are a few things that would help to inspire you to believe in the light again? Do you realize that like in the past, you know, what are the things that have led you out of struggles? Like really trying to like teach us all about our experiences and realize that like we have the answers inside of us and to trust ourselves. So I think the book, the journal is just a place to kind of expand more. Um, but I really think those, those resources. And, you know, when I am a keynote speaker and I share from stage, like it's some combination of like my keynote currently is called seven guiding truths, how to live your best life. And so I share kind of seven truths to my book and then really related to, you know, an experience for each one that I've had in my life and why I feel like this truth, you know, really helped to show me the way. Wow. I, I, I mean, I, re I, I'm like speechless. Sorry. Let me say that first. <laughs> Hi, I feel <laughs> the energy. You know, I'm with you. It's, it's, I, you know, like a lot of people, there's like this disconnect, you know, and I love what you said. It's like, I it's almost like you're saying, I practice what I preach. I practice, right. you know, so, and a lot of people don't do that. <laughs> it's right. like a total disconnect. Right. And I love that you just use that, your own tool, you know, if it can help others, it can, it can sure enough help me, you know, so yeah. I, I just absolutely love that, you know, and it leads to my next question, right? So what has been your greatest challenge in following your heart? Yeah, that's, I love that question. Um, I think the biggest challenge for me, and quite honestly, you know, I've been on this journey sort of on and off for, you know, for a while in different parts of it, but in terms of following my heart, and I really only this kind of awareness or epiphany sort of came to me very recently. I feel like being a speaker, being more visible, up-leveling my company, being more seen has really brought up my own stuff to heal on even a deeper level. Wow. And what I sort of, the awareness I came to was that I think when I wrote this book and sort of when I first had this sense of, hmm, that's how I live, I follow my heart. I sort of thought it would be all like roses and unicorns and fairies and like, okay, when you follow your heart, it's easy and it's guided and it's, you know, effortless and you're just going to walk into your dreams. And I think for me, there have been a few very pivotal, you know, we talk about trauma, the big T, the little T, I would say traumatic experiences that I, you know, only in hindsight do believe that my heart led me to, but it really for my own growth. And there's a page in my book called value your growth. And it talks about like, in growth, in change, it kind of shatters everything that you are. And I think in those moments, we can really doubt that we're meant to follow our heart. We can really doubt that, you know, wow, has my heart led me to this painful experience? You know, my heart is telling me to kind of leave this relationship, but like, I thought following my heart was just going to be, you know, this easy path. And so I think for me, the biggest challenge has been that even though your heart is leading you to an experience that might hurt or challenge you, it doesn't mean it's wrong. Like it could just be that it's there for your, you know, everything is serving your higher self. But I think it's taken me a lot of time to sort of make peace and, and really 
quite honestly, believe again, I think in the power of following your heart, because I sort of thought it would be every experience when you follow your heart would be easy. And if it was hard, that meant it wasn't right. Like, so it's, that's been a huge kind of eye-opening and it's, there's a little bit of sadness in it because it's like, oh no, I'm, I'm here to help women follow their hearts. It's not going to be maybe the most seamless or effortless path, but it's going to be the one that transforms you into the woman, the highest version, but there might be some tears. There might, there'll be joy and all amazing stuff. Yes. But I think that, that there will be challenges along the way. And it doesn't mean to, they're not there to derail you or doubt yourself or say that you're wrong. They're just there to enable you to grow. To grow. I love. Yeah. And you know, there's something that we say, we can drop the mic. <laughs> yes completely that in itself was like boom shot that was it Slam right. down. that was it 100 like, so I, I completely agree you, said, you know uh, it's not it's not all roses you know but you're, the only way that you would grow is through those experiences yeah um, and some of my you know sessions we're speaking with women i usually tell them if you're able to look at rejection right because that's one of our greatest fears is to be rejected. Of course, of if course. You can, if you can manage being rejection, being rejected, sorry, or rejection, you will you will literally become unstoppable. Yeah. Literally. Even the even the the feeling of rejection and hurt and trauma and all those other things. And sometimes it could be with people, it could be with places, it could be with things. But if you can master that, I'm telling you, that that's it. The world will never, no one will ever, ever, ever be able to stop you. You know what I totally. mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I so agree with you because I think, you know, I'm going through something like that in my life right now, the yeah. end of a, of a friendship and it's sad and it's, you know, messy and it probably needed to happen and there's still grief and sadness around, yeah. you know, just kind of growing apart and going, you know, kind of different ways. But I think that when you kind of the external validation or these identities, I mean, I am a you know, recovering people pleaser, all, you know, but you have to go within. And I think that the more that you're forced to kind of depend on yourself and despite what the outside world is saying, it can be really hard to have to be like, you know, I'm just going to trust my own intuition. Like the whole world could disagree with me, but like, I know this to be true for myself. And I think exactly to your point, like once we continue to go inward and know, you know what, this is what is true for me. To your point, I think we become unstoppable. And I think we also become free because then we're our own guidance. We're our own. Yeah, I have a mindset coach, uh, Tracy, who's brilliant. And she talks about all judgment is self-judgment. And yes. I just think that's so, uh, you know, there's a lot of responsibility in that. But I think that it's very empowering. Yes, 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 yes. Wow, this was this has been absolutely amazing. I mean, it literally superseded my own expectation. Not that... I, I have oh I'm like high expectations. So if you imagine how high you go higher than high, you know, <laughs> so I love that. Great. This is so the great. Magic. <laughs> exactly. This is so great to share the experience. Um, even the delay, you know, the little mix. Yes. Up. I knew that I, we're committed. Yes. <laughs> I could have easily said, well, let's do it. I was something and he said, no, this has to happen today. So um, I love that. Very, the feeling is very mutual. So I'm glad. Yeah. To very, this very great, great, great. So for, those who have experienced this, who witnessed this greatness um, in person, or if you're listening, you know, there are many ways that you can connect with Jenny. Very, very straightforward. You know, the Instagram, or you said no Facebook, but find the website uh, or send an email. She's very relatable. She's very down to earth. Um, she's just relatable. Like I can relate to you. You know what I, I mean? love that. <laughs> I, that's honestly one of like, 
the nicest, like the most rewarding things that someone, because I feel like I've often said about my book, like I'm the author, but I'm also the reader. And I feel like for me, you know, there's one, I think it actually might be the same page and either that's about change or about growth, but like, you know, I feel like my journey, all the challenges, the setbacks, the hiccups, the, you know, falling down both literally and metaphorically, like, you know, that I, I sort of have gone through those to be able to look every woman in the eye and say, yes, I know. Right. Like not from, Oh, I can only imagine that must be hard to go through just, wow, I know what that feels like. I know what you're going through. I can relate. And I think that's where healing and compassion and connection really happens. And so I love that, you know, that you share that because that inspires me to, that's who I want to be in the world. You know, I want to be, yes, standing on a global stage, reaching millions of women because I want to impact as many as I can, but to always be able to walk over to everyone, look them in the eye and say like, I know I got you. I see you. I know what you're feeling. Cause then I think at the end of the day, especially as women we're wired for connection and I think Absolutely. emotions and challenges can isolate us. And so to just connect us all in this journey of healing. Thank you. This was great. So thank you so much again for sharing another episode of Sheba shares. I feel just full. Like I'm I, like I, before the, I was hungry now I just feel full, but we're going to end there and check out another episode of Sheba shares. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.